Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Would you be the jerk for buying your girlfriend's sister a car? We'll get to that in a bit, but first... Am I the jerk for refusing to stop cooking and eating in my kitchen because of my roommate's girlfriend's condition? I feel like this is entirely ridiculous. I live with my roommate Matt. We used to be pretty close friends, but over the last two years of living with him, we've drifted apart, and I'm just waiting for our lease to move out on my own. Matt's girlfriend Sarah pretty much lives with us despite not paying rent. I won't lie, she annoys me to no end. She's an entitled airhead who thinks the world revolves around her. Anyway, Sarah has a condition where she gets nauseous at the slightest smell inside of certain foods. She's an incredibly picky eater, and anything outside of corn dogs or chicken tenders makes her nauseous according to her. Well, unfortunately for her, I like to cook. I love heavily spiced foods and love to cook Asian-style dishes. So, living with a toddler who can't stand the smell really sucks. Sarah's always complained about me cooking smelly foods and has asked me to stop or do it when she's not home. Well, considering she doesn't pay rent and spends 18 hours a day at my home, I have not accommodated her at all. Last night, Sarah and Matt sat me down and told me I need to stop cooking because Sarah cannot stand it anymore. Apparently, she had a mental breakdown last week when I was cooking curry. She claims I'm making our apartment a hostile environment by ignoring her concerns. I told both of them to piss off until Sarah starts paying her share of the rent. Matt said that because he lives here, his opinion matters as well and he wants me to stop. I told him no to that as well because he's only doing this because Sarah's being a baby. We ended up having a massive argument and neither of them is talking to me. Both are staying at Sarah's mom's house right now. I say good riddance. At least I did until I told the story to my coworkers, and they're all shocked. They see I'm being a complete jerk. This has been giving me second thoughts on if I was the jerk in the fight we had. I think the real problem here is they're not actually a paying member of that household. It's unfair for your one roommate who doesn't get affected by the food at all and their non-paying partner to gang up on you and say you can or can't eat certain things in a place that you pay for. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, why not hit that subscribe button down below? That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my friend she's acting like a bridezilla because of bridesmaid outfits? I've got some people telling me I'm in the wrong, but I'm not sure. My friend Dee is getting married, and she's chosen outfits for the bridesmaids. It's all matching and also goes with her wedding outfit. I'm not a huge fan of this outfit. I told Dee I think the fit's going to be weird on me and I'd like to wear something else. I'm still cultural, not a western dress, and it'll still go with her wedding dress, and I'd pay for the new outfit myself. Dee refused because she wants the outfit to be modest. I replied that there isn't anything immodest about the outfit I chose, and I respect her religious beliefs, and she wants to be more modest, but I'm not part of this religion myself. She still insisted no even when I tried to compromise, and I said she was acting like a bridezilla, and if that's the case, I might be backing out as bridesmaid. Her response was, okay, sure, but she was snarky and got pissed. Am I the jerk? 
OP had actually attached pictures of the dresses, and the one that she chose for her bridesmaids was pretty much anything from the neck down besides her hands are covered. The one OP chose had like a whole midriff cut out, it was basically like a crop top and then a dress on the bottom. So I already think there's a very big disconnect there. Plus, I personally believe if somebody's having a wedding and there's a religious aspect to it and they want a certain dress code, even if you're not actively participating to the degree they are or at all, you should be respectful and wear what customs they want you to wear. Unless it's to the point where you just are too uncomfortable to even attend. There was nothing wrong with the dress the bride suggested. Our next story is, am I the jerk for making plans on Valentine's so I don't babysit my granddaughter? My 36-year-old female, daughter Leah, 17-year-old female, is a teen mom. My daughter got pregnant at 14, and it was very shocking news. But we found out very early on, and she ended it. A few months later, she got pregnant again, and I couldn't handle the situation very well at the time, but having my sister, her aunt, talk to her about what she was planning to do, she decided to keep the baby, which I'll admit I wasn't happy to hear, and I told her she'll have to be responsible about the consequences. Of course, as a mother, I couldn't have her work and distract herself from school. I didn't want her to miss on her childhood, so I had to work evening to night shifts to take care of my granddaughter while Leah was in school. I realized that Leah has been taking advantage of my situation and making me cancel plans so I can babysit for her. I overheard her making plans for Valentine's two weeks ahead on the phone with someone saying, my mom will do it, she has no life anyways, and laughing afterwards. Being a single mom and having to work multiple jobs was hard enough, but since she gave birth to her daughter, I haven't gone out to any party, I've cancelled many weekend gatherings so that my daughter can be able to hang out with her friends, and if I did go, I'd always have my granddaughter with me, and for her to laugh about my situation like that angered me. That same day, I was asked by a guy I'd been seeing to accompany him on Valentine's, and I was hesitant, but I didn't want to miss the chance. He's a really nice guy. I haven't been on a date for almost six years, and it wouldn't hurt to give my daughter a taste of motherhood when she least expected. I told my daughter that I got asked out for Valentine's, and she was happy at first, but then asked if I was going to take her daughter with me. And I said obviously not, and she'll have to cancel plans for a day. I didn't expect her reaction to be so extreme. She cried, screamed, and told me I was being selfish, and that I was letting her miss on her date just because I thought a guy was interested in me. The argument didn't end very well. I stood my ground and went to that date and she had to cancel plans. But she's still really mad about it and has been ignoring me. I love my daughter and I wouldn't want her to miss anything but I wanted her to learn a lesson and be responsible. My sister agrees with me but my friend told me I should have done it on a normal day, not on Valentine's. Does my approach make me the jerk? Honestly, I don't think OP is the jerk here. I think this is just kind of something that comes with the territory. I mean, they're just a kid still. They're still just 17 years old. It doesn't sound like they really grew up that much in the three years having their child. They're still well within that teenage tantrum era. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not telling my husband about all my reward points cards? I, 29-year-old female, have been married to my husband, 30-year-old male, for nine years. I'm a stay-at-home mom with four beautiful children, eight, six, four, and two. My husband makes $150,000 plus a year, but decides where every dollar and cent goes. 50% to day-to-day expenses, 25% to the children's education savings, 
10% to family savings, 7.5% to his personal spending, and 7.5% to my personal spending. Any bonus he makes or money back from taxes goes immediately into retirement. Doing it this way leaves us no money for vacations or big trips. Since we got married and moved in with each other, I've been completely responsible for all the shopping, whether it's clothes, groceries, furniture, or whatever else. I learned very early on with the help of my mom how to coupon clip and how to use points cards to their maximum potential. I usually get two or three different reward points and save 10 to 25% per transaction I do. My husband only knew about the coupon clipping, not the rewards points. For the past five years, I've been going on a girls trip with my family every year. I've been telling my husband that my sisters, sister-in-laws, mom, and grandma have been paying for me to go since I can't afford it. But in reality, I've been using the rewards points to pay for the ticket, using rewards to pay for our groceries, and using my difference to pay off my credit cards so that I'm able to go on the trip. This year, my brothers, brother-in-laws, father, and grandfather decided to do their own boys' trip and invited my husband. My husband told them that unless they can help them, as the girls help me, he would have to decline the invite. My brother responded with, What do you mean? She says you pay for her to go. My husband confronted me about the situation, and I confessed to him what I've been doing. He was extremely hurt, saying that with all these points, we could have done a lot more as a family rather than just one person hoarding them all to themselves. And if I set him up with his own credit cards to get even more points, it would have been a lot easier for us to do big family vacations. My entire family's been calling me selfish and a jerk for not being more open about the points, but I feel that I worked very hard to get to the point levels I've gotten to, and that making them more open for use would burn through them quickly and not allow them to be used for bigger things. Am I the jerk? I think unless this husband is legitimately being financially abusive, not only is keeping a secret like that a bad thing, but telling everybody else that your husband's been paying for the girl's trip and lying in multiple levels to multiple people. Also, burn through them quickly and not allow them to be used for bigger things just means not used specifically on what OP wants them to be spent on. Although I would put my foot down and say that there needs to be some money allocated for a family vacation. Our next story is, am I the jerk for sending my girlfriend too many Valentine's Day flowers and making her sister's husbands look bad? To explain where I'm coming from here, I need to establish two things. One, I have a high paying job that often requires I drop everything to travel without notice. It is infuriating at times, but I get paid well so I've learned to live with it. Two, my girlfriend loves flowers more than anything. I get it, most girls love flowers but they are her favorite thing in the world. She literally makes me stop the car when we're driving just so she can take pictures of pretty flowers. Early in our relationship, I had to miss something important without notice. To make up for it, I sent her three dozen roses. She loved it and, probably as a joke, told me I had set the bar and that I'd always better send her three dozen roses if I was going to let her down. We've been together three years since then, and I've always sent her three dozen roses whenever we would be apart. It's a tradition, and we both love it. On to the dilemma, girlfriend got bad news about a family member's health, and headed back to her hometown a couple weeks ago. I couldn't join. Her two sisters came back, as well as their husbands. Valentine's Day came around, and although it wasn't my fault we weren't together, I ordered a gift of three dozen roses, plus candy and a stuffed animal. 
day of, I got an alert from FedEx of a delayed shipment and panicked. It broke my heart to think she wouldn't get any flowers that day, so I called around to a local florist and found one who could deliver them for a fee. I sent another gift pack of three dozen roses. Turns out FedEx managed to deliver the original package. Girlfriend ended up with six dozen roses, two cards, two boxes of chocolates, and a teddy bear. She joked that I'd now raise the bar, and she expected no less than six dozen roses anytime we were apart. All jokes aside, I could tell she really appreciated the trouble I went through. The next day, I heard from her sister's husbands. They were furious with me, saying I made them both look awful. Turns out one bought his wife a leftover bouquet of half-dead tulips, and the other didn't get his wife anything at all. I guess they were both going to use the commotion as an excuse? My girlfriend ended up sharing her roses with both of her sisters so they could all feel special, but it was clear they were all from me. My instinct was to take a victory lap, but girlfriend's mom and dad called and explained that they thought I should apologize. While they appreciate me always making romantic gestures, I can afford to do so while their other daughter's husbands can't. They see where things are going and assume we'll all be family soon, and it would be a good idea for me to make peace with the other two. That's true in the sense that I really didn't mean to do anything to their detriment, but I also never expected them to be such crappy partners that they thought it would be okay to not even bring their wives flowers on Valentine's Day. Maybe I'm wrong for holding them to the standard I've set for my own relationship. Am I the jerk? Okay, can we all agree right now that when it comes to Valentine's Day, it's every man for themselves? If you get something extremely nice for your partner and that makes anybody else that is not in that relationship jealous, that does not fall back on you, my friend, for being a good partner. OP has nothing to apologize for and they should be taking that victory lap. They just hit a grand slam in the Boyfriend World Series. This next story is, am I the jerk for evicting my lodger over his daughter's behavior? I, 35-year-old female, bought a house with a basement suite a few years ago with the intention of having space for parents as they aged. They're not anywhere near that point yet, and it's just been sitting empty, so I decided to rent it for the time being. It has two small bedrooms, a half bath, a kitchenette, and a small sitting area. It's not well equipped enough to be fully self-contained, so the common spaces are still shared. I rented the space to Joe, 37-year-old male, last year. Joe has a 10-year-old daughter, Mia. The second bedroom down there was hers during Joe's custody time. Mia is a brat. I tried not to hold it against her because she's 10 and it's just what it is. I was a jerk then too, but I generally like children and I go out of my way to avoid her. Around two months ago, Mia started having major conflicts with her mom and Joe moved her in with us full time until it gets resolved. This is not working for me. She's creating problems constantly and they're impacting my life. Some examples, she was complaining of severe stomach pain one night and Joe took her to the ER. It was put together that she had gone into my bathroom cabinet and ate close to an entire container of my fiber gummies. Joe claims this was my fault. Two, she keeps trying to dress up my cats. She of course got the crap clawed out of herself and this was again my fault. 3. She tried to take the cats on a walk and they ran from her. It took me 6 hours to find them both. 4. She steals and uses my expensive bubble bath and bath bombs and then lies to me like I can't see the pink glitter ring in the tub. This exploded over this week. 
My boyfriend's house caught fire on Friday. It's not destroyed, but it'll be four to eight weeks before they'll be able to go back. So him and his five-year-old Gabe are staying with me? Mia is furious. She doesn't like that Gabe... If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Uses the living room TV when it used to be open for her. She hates that he tries to play with her. She yells at him and once pushed him and he fell down. This is unacceptable. He has just as much right to be here as she does, and Joe constantly downplays her behavior. I've had enough, so today, I gave Joe notice to vacate. He's distraught. Mia can go back to her mom's, but Joe claims he can't afford a two-bed anywhere else, and he'll lose his custody time if I make him leave. He's extremely upset and told me I was an awful person to evict a child for acting like a child. I feel like this isn't on me, but I made a grown man cry so I definitely feel like a jerk now. I completely understand why OP feels bad, and I think almost anybody in that situation would. It's not a glorious thing, and it's not a feel-good moment to ask somebody and their kid to leave. I think from the top to the bottom, the problem here is Joe's not taking any control or any attempt at parenting their kid. I don't know if they're afraid of not being the cool parent or something, but... No attempt has been made to control their kid and every step of the way blamed OP for their kid's problems. This next story is, am I the jerk for making fun of my father for crying while watching Up? My dad likes to bother me for having childish interests. I collect Lego. I watch animated movies. I date people who are into cosplay like I am, etc. Yes, I do all that stuff. I'm also 35 with a career. I own my own home. Well, me and the bank for now. I played a fairly rough sport at an intercollegiate level. I'm pretty comfortable with my masculinity and find his lack of understanding more amusing than hurtful. I was over at his place with my girlfriend and we were talking about Netflix because he uses my account and they're getting freaky about it. I said that Disney Plus was still okay to use and he started in on me for watching kids shows. Him and my mom watched the old TV shows and the nature shows on it. He's a jerk, so he asked my girlfriend if I did cosplay as a girl. 
She's not as used to him as I am, and I had to move the conversation along before she started something, so I convinced him to watch a movie with us so I could show him why I enjoy the movies. I chose Up. He would not shut up during the beginning when the kids met, but he was intent during the part with no dialogue. Him and my mom were both crying at the end when the old guy was sitting alone on the steps to his house. I paused it and asked him if he needed a hanky. He called me a jerk and got up and left. My mom said there was stuff in that scene that probably brought up bad feelings for him. She didn't elaborate. I apologized to him and then I asked if he understood that the cartoons I watch are multi-layered and aren't just for kids. He said he understood but he's still upset that I mocked him for crying. He has no problem belittling me for my choices over 20 years, but he's butthurt because I made fun of his emotions. Am I the jerk? Initially, I was going to say no, but then I realized OP did no better than their father did for the last 20 years. If OP had merely stopped when the father stopped crying and allowed them to kind of have their own realization breakthrough moment, OP could have walked away with their head held unbelievably high. Instead, they stooped to their own father's level with toxic masculinity, making fun of him for his emotions, even if it feels good to throw it back at him. This next story is, am I the jerk for telling my husband his friend thought I was too ugly for him, even though that's not what he said? I've been with my husband since we were teens, and he's always been open about the fact that his lifestyle would have been completely different had we not met at such a young age, and if our circumstances had been different. His friend Jake likes to joke about how I was lucky I met my husband when I did. I usually don't take it personally, but he brought it up while my husband wasn't within earshot, and he made it a point to tell me how he didn't think we would end up married if we met as adults. When I asked him why, he told me that if I was being honest with myself, I could see my husband was the type to date a bunch of models before bagging himself a trophy wife at 45. He knew I was offended because he tried to turn the conversation around by saying I was too smart to just be a trophy wife, and that my husband wouldn't have been my type if I met him as an adult either because he was a bit of a jerk. I told my husband that Jake thinks I'm too ugly for him after making him promise not to say anything to him. I did go into more detail about the conversation, and my husband didn't seem that upset before we went to bed. He even jokingly asked me if I was trying to fish for compliments. He never said anything to Jake until they had a boys' night, which is when he blew up at him. I don't know what happened exactly, but apparently it was bad, and my husband was really angry with Jake for calling me ugly, which Jake denies. Jake's accusing me of trying to cause issues between them by lying, since he didn't say I was ugly even once. I know he's been calling me both insecure and vain behind my back to their friends. I did try to explain what exactly happened to my husband, but it only makes him angrier at Jake every time I bring it up. Am I the jerk? I think OP's clearly not the jerk here, and I think it's a good thing that every time you bring it up it makes them angrier. I mean, yeah, why shouldn't he be? Our next story is, am I the jerk for asking my boyfriend to get rid of gifts from his deceased ex? I, 26-year-old female, have been dating my boyfriend, 28-year-old male, for 6 months now. My boyfriend dated this other girl, Sarah, for three years, but she passed away shortly after being diagnosed with leukemia. Three years passed, and my boyfriend met me. I knew about Sarah before the start of our relationship, and I found it charming when he would talk about her. It made me more drawn to him seeing how sensitive he can be. Our relationship has been perfect. 
That is, until I decided to play Minecraft with him and his little brother in my attempt to bond more with the brother. I was exploring their home when I stumbled upon a room with a sign over it that read, Sunray Sunshine. When I asked about the room, my boyfriend said that it used to be Sarah's room. Turns out this whole place was built by Sarah, my boyfriend, and his brother. I began to feel jealous of Sarah. I thought I was making a special memory between me, my boyfriend, and his brother, but it turns out I was just a visitor in their fondest memory of Sarah. I suggested we use the room for other purposes, but he said no, which I thought was odd. Since then, I've become more aware of how much Sarah still lingers in his life. I learned that all the trinkets and plush on his house and desk were from Sarah. He also still stays in contact with her family and visits them on holidays and birthdays. Whenever his family talks about Sarah, it's always about how perfect she was and that she saved his life. I feel like I'm competing with Sarah and that I'll never be like Sarah nor be as loved as Sarah. I decided to not bring this up with my boyfriend. I told him how it's unhealthy to hold on to an ex for this long and he should let go. He got upset and said he has no plans to let go as he has and always will love her. He went on to list all the good things about Sarah. He met her when he was at a low point in his life. Sarah motivated him to start school and he pursued a good education and now has a well-paying job because of it. He also explained that even though he'll always love her, it wouldn't make him feel any less for me because love is not finite. I told him this doesn't reassure me that I'm a priority and I'd feel better if he were to get rid of gifts from her. That way I'm not constantly reminded that I'm not her. He got upset and ended the conversation abruptly. No, and if you don't like my room, then don't go in it. Now I'm just constantly reminded of her. She's literally everywhere. It's almost to the point where I fight the urge to roll my eyes whenever she's brought up in the conversation. A part of me feels like I'm in the wrong for asking him to get rid of the gifts, but at the same time, my feelings are valid too. I think the real problem here is OP is feeling overly insecure to somebody that literally cannot compete with OP. They're not going to steal OP away from you. I don't blame the boyfriend for being the way he is and having attachment to those things. If you can't accept that and focus on creating your own memories, then maybe you're just not that compatible. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not inviting my fiance's family to our daughter's first birthday? I, 23 year old female, have been planning our daughter's first birthday since, well, she was born. I've been stressing it as it was six months away. My fiance, 25 year old male, has a very small family with no children as our daughter was the first grandchild and child in the last 20 years. However, my family is full of kids. I invited everyone who has children in my family that's at least visited once in the last year, which is all the kids attending, 11, and followed with inviting my dad, her grandfather. Anyways, I reached out to my fiancé's sister back when she turned 6 months after she cancelled day of photo shoot of her half birthday. I told her don't bring her camera to her first birthday and just to be a guest. Only his mother had visited our daughter in the past year not his sister, aunt, or grandparents. So I invited his mother to the first birthday, and she's been very helpful planning. Her birthday's in four days, and I told him, I don't know if you invited anyone from your family, but I didn't. And he acted shocked. I explained I invited people with children and anyone who's visited, but he seemed upset. I don't have a way to even invite his family if I wanted to outside of his mom. I didn't want to anyways, they don't see her. 
They don't know her and she doesn't know them. They make no effort. So I told him he's welcome to ask them whatever, but it's not in the budget and he'd have to figure it out, as I figured it out with the 23 other guest arrangements. Now he's not talking to me, but I feel like I didn't do anything wrong. It's his family and they should know when her birthday is, and or at any point could have reached out to ask him if we have plans. I don't even know what they're planning on doing as it's at a children's play area, small slides, small toys, climbing areas, all for children. Am I the jerk for not inviting his family? Isn't that your family, not his family? If you invited 23 other people, how do you not possibly have the budget to invite your family? Our next story is, am I the jerk for being pissed at my future spouse for refusing to wear sunscreen and getting sunburned three days before our wedding? Our wedding is in two days, we're having a destination on a beach resort, and yesterday they spent a few hours at the beach with their friends. So since we've been dating, they've never understood the importance of wearing sunscreen. Skin cancer runs in my family, so I'm hyper cognizant about this. They are not. I've constantly had to parent them when it comes to this, make sure they apply sunscreen like they're a kid, and it's frustrating. We've been separate doing things with our respective parties, so I can only make sure they put in sunscreen first time I saw them in the morning. Yesterday I got them to put it on, and around 9 they went out, and I went in to see my friends. I didn't see them again until 5, and when I did, they were beat red all over. I asked them what happened, and they said they forgot to reapply sunscreen. I was very upset, and here's why. Obviously skin cancer, and second, this means they're going to be red at our wedding, and in our wedding pictures they're going to be red. We spent a lot of money on this, and we only get one wedding in these pictures. I know pictures aren't the most important, but still, it's incredibly frustrating for me to have to baby them about this, and the reason why they'll look this way in the pictures is because they refuse to just listen to me. I went off on them and told them that now they're going to be red in our pictures because they refuse to listen to me. I told them that I'm tired of babying them on this. They started crying and told me that it was an accident and that I'm being a huge jerk about this and that. We argued about this and it wasn't resolved. Am I the jerk? So I completely understand why OP's pissed off and upset, but I also understand why they wouldn't make the mistake if they haven't been habitual users of sunscreen, especially if they have no concept of how often they need to reapply it. So probably a bit of both sides here? Our next story is, am I the jerk for buying my girlfriend's sister a car? About four years ago, my girlfriend and her younger sister had a huge falling out. I don't know what about because my girlfriend never went into specifics and that was before I even met her, but they haven't spoken to each other since. I've been with my girlfriend for two years. About a year ago, her sister reached out to me because she wanted me to persuade my girlfriend into meeting with her because she wanted to reconnect. But when I told my girlfriend, she said she never wants to see her. Two weeks ago, her sister messaged me again and asked if she could borrow two grand from me because she needed to buy a new car, and she said she'd pay me back monthly. I told her that I can't just borrow her money because I don't know her, and I don't know if she's actually going to use it to buy a car, but I told her if she found a car for sale she wants, I can go and see it with her and pay for it. So a couple days ago, I met up with her and I paid just over two grand for a car. This was the first that I actually met her in person. I told her she could just pay me back whenever. I honestly just felt a bit sorry for her. I could tell she genuinely wants to reconnect with my girlfriend, but she just refuses. 
Her sister also didn't tell me any specifics about their falling out, but that it had to do with my girlfriend's old boyfriend, and how my girlfriend basically accused her of doing something she didn't do. I didn't press her for anything specific because I could tell she didn't want to talk about it. Afterwards, I told my girlfriend about it and she got furious at me. She said I shouldn't have bought her a car and she claims I betrayed her trust by going behind her back. We argued about it for a while and, well, since then she barely speaks to me. But I honestly don't think I did anything wrong, especially since we don't share finances, so I spent my own money and not hers. So was I the jerk? I don't know if ages are relevant here, but I'm 27, my girlfriend is 25, and her sister is 19. I don't know, it just seems weird for OP as a 27-year-old man to be going behind their girlfriend's back, contacting their much younger teen sister, and then buying her a car? Like, is OP rich rich? What, like, is OP's goal here? That said, I am also a long-distant brother of the girlfriend that has since been cut off, can I have a car too? But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.